This is second down on ESPN Radio. Christian Gokel here in our ESPN Coastal Studios. We do have some breaking news to get to here on this Wednesday afternoon in a case that has focused the eyes of the world on our corner of Georgia. Verdicts have been reached uh, in the trial over the death of Ahmad Arbery. All three men have been found guilty in the trial of murder. Travis McMichael found guilty on all nine counts. That includes malice murder, four counts of felony murder, two counts of aggravated assault, one count of false imprisonment, one count of criminal attempt to commit a felony. Gregory McMichael was found not guilty of malice murder, but was found guilty of four counts of felony murder, two counts of aggravated assault, one count of false imprisonment, and one count of criminal attempt to commit a felony. Woody, or excuse me, William Roddy Bryan was found not guilty of malice murder, not guilty on one count of felony murder. He was found guilty on three counts of felony murder, found not guilty on one count of aggravated assault, found guilty on another count of aggravated assault, found guilty of false imprisonment, and found guilty of criminal attempt to commit a felony. So again, all three men found guilty of murder, and we can officially now refer to this as a murder and hopefully some peace will come to the Arbery family. Uh, I know his mother, I can't imagine what this has been like for her going through this situation, uh, seeing her on television and some of the absurd statements she had to endure from the defense. So hopefully this brings her some peace. Uh, I, I do want to give credit to the jury. I want to give credit uh, to the entire Justice Department in Glynn County uh, for their handling of this case. I think we've seen in some other recent cases where high-profile stuff like this was not handled well. Uh, I thought they've done a, a really nice job, and especially these last few days where things got really contentious. I appreciated the judge and some of the things he had to say in terms of the remarks made by the defense attorneys. So, again, hopefully some peace for the Arbery family hopefully some good can come out of this but more so than anything we can call this what it is now a murder we can call all of them what they were and are murderers and hopefully healing can begin for the Arbery family yeah it's 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 what you said as far as the jury actually they got it right um some of the recent stuff I've seen where they haven't gotten things right um, as far as the Rittenhouse situation. Yeah, I mean, I don't inherently want to compare these two. I yeah, think. I don't want to compare yeah. that. Yeah, I'm I'm not comparing that, but it's good that they actually got something correct. Um, I saw, was happy about the, it. We saw the we saw it work. Yeah, we saw it work. Yeah, we saw it work. So, um, obviously, that's not going to bring their you know their baby boy back. You don't want to see anybody go, but it's a tough situation. I don't really want to speak too much on it because yep. you know. I don't want to get to that extent. We are on radio. I don't want to get to that extent. But my well, thoughts and prayers yeah, out and to his, you know, to his family and his loved ones. For sure, it's emotional, and yeah. you know, this isn't this isn't the podcast or Sirius XM. So, <laughs> I mean, PJ, any thoughts on the news? Again, this is happening just moments ago. Yeah. No. No. I think that's exactly right. Uh, I think, like you said, healing can, can some sort of of healing can begin. Nothing is. Nothing is going to bring him back and, and, or anything like that, but hopefully at least for the friends, for the family, for the whole community, 
that's been been coming together through this tough time now for over a, the course of a few years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that now we can finally lay this to rest, and and the the people who uh, you know deserve justice got justice, and the people who are, are you know hopefully going to get the what they deserve are, are getting exactly that. So, um, yeah, it's uh, I, n- I never quite have the words. Uh, for for a moment like this, but uh, I'm happy to see, like you said, everything worked. Um, justice has been served. Uh, you know that the, what what was so clear um, on that video. What was so clear was was not misconstrued and not right. changed uh, by words or anything like that. As you said, I commend the jurors and uh, the, the judge as well throughout this whole process, and uh, I commend it and thoughts and prayers especially are, are to the mother there of Ahmad Arbery and, and just having to watch and, and hear that and uh, listen to like you said the, the the phrases the words that were said by by the, the defense and things like that but um thankfully now justice it can it can be served here and and healing can begin the, the there there is a there's a very real process to this whole stuff not only in you know, with the, with the justice process and things like that, uh, but with emotional and with, yeah, with it's mental, been, and it's been grief delayed. Exactly. So, finally, I, I'm a big believer in all that that kind of stuff. Finally, those things can can officially begin, and, and that process can go on. Again, all of these guys found guilty on multiple counts of felony murder, uh, and this is just the beginning for them because the federal hate crime has not even begun yet. So it, 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 there's a whole lot more coming down the track for these three convicted murderers now. Uh, we'll keep you updated as the situation develops. But again, uh, happening just a few minutes ago, Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Bryan all convicted on multiple counts of felony murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit a felony. Uh, we will wait to hear what the sentencing is for these murderers. Uh, and again, our thoughts and well wishes and prayers with the Arbery family. This is ESPN Radio. We'll be right back after this. Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Christian Gokel alongside PJ Zuko and Cam Urshry. As we mentioned uh, in the previous segment, if you're just joining us here, the breaking news coming out of Brunswick, Georgia. All three men found guilty of felony murder, along with a bunch of other charges, uh, in the death of Ahmad Arbery. Uh, we do have some sports to get to here on the show today. A lot of big stuff happening in the world of college football. And guys, last night, college football playoff rankings come out. No surprise, Georgia remains number one. It's after that that things got very interesting. Uh, I think college football playoff committee agreeing with me. Ohio State right now, the clear number two, and I actually have them as like the 1B team in the country right now because that offense is that good. Uh, they're number two in the playoff rankings, Alabama dropping down to number three after only beating Arkansas by a touchdown at home. Cincinnati, the Bearcats, Fine. number four. Fine. So as of right now, the season ended, Cincinnati would be in the college football playoff they still have a game at eastern carolina coming up and then i believe they play houston uh in the conference championship game so that'll be a ranked game eastern carolina is no slouch either so if they go and handle eastern carolina on the road and then handle houston in the conference championship game even i say even if they just beat houston they should get in uh you have that one 
sitting just outside the top five is also pretty interesting. But I want to stay with this top four uh, for right now. Do you think they got it right bumping Ohio State above Alabama? I think it's not it's, that any of this matters. Yeah, but exactly. Well, I think matter, that yeah. that sets the table, right? I I think with with how Ohio State has looked over the past three or four weeks, and like you said, I, I like I said yesterday, I have turned my stance a little bit because they've finally proved it to me. Now you're not going to prove it to me against against Rutgers, and I, and I know you know Michigan State, Penn State aren't, aren't the best teams in the country. Uh, but at least consistently they're putting their these kind of performances together and and to be I think one of the one of the the best teams in the country that's what you have to do and that's what you should do uh, we've seen Georgia do it all year so uh, we're, we're finally starting to see that from Ohio State which is odd because I think we're starting to kind of see a, a little bit of the difference from from Alabama and not only against like Ohio State is doing it in the perfect way right they're doing it they're getting teams at the right time, right when they're getting ranked or, or when they're up in the top ten or something like that, and they're absolutely dismantling them. Alabama's struggling with not – it's it's odd, right, because I don't think they're mightily struggling, right? Their offense certainly is The offense isn't, is awesome. The, the defense is the, just The defense very, is. So, eh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and KJ Jefferson so against, threw for 300 yards against yeah, them. Yeah, it's wild. The unranked team. So um, – I think they got it Not right. Not anymore, baby. And, Number twenty-five. Yeah, and finally seeing, um, finally seeing Cincinnati up there at number four, is is a breath of fresh air to me. I, I think they they probably should have been up there most of the time here. Um, I don't know about two or three with them, but four at least. Uh, so I think this also sets the table. I never thought they would move. If Alabama lost the SEC championship game, I never thought they would move them from two to like five or six. But now you start with a little bit of a slide here, yep. move them down to three. Now it's becoming more believable. Oh, they lost to Georgia by seven? Not quite good enough. Move them down to five. So it's – I know they can do whatever they want, sure. but now it just mo- looks more realistic. Uh, I, I would still go Bama too. I, I know really? Ohio – yeah, Ohio State, they, 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 got a, they, they had a good past week. But if I'm talking about the overall totality of the season, I would still go Bama. But, I mean, things are interesting. If Bama beats Georgia, Georgia will more than likely fall to two, three. Ohio State moves up to one. Maybe Bama moves up to one. And Bama and Georgia play again, back-to-back games. Um, but what was interesting to me was I seen Oak State at seven, mm-hmm. and I seen Baylor at eight. It's not crazy that I say this. Baylor could be the first two-loss team to make the college football playoffs. But they have a lot of rooting to do. They need yeah. Oklahoma to lose, Oak yeah. State to win, then they get the rematch with Oak State. I believe whoever's the Big 12 championship um, champion this year will go to the college football playoffs. So wow. as cool as it is for okay. Cincinnati to be at number four, yeah. if Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State, Oklahoma will jump to six. They have to rematch them again in the Big 12 championship. Whoever wins that, I think will go to the uh, college football playoffs. I think playoffs. they put Notre Dame in over a two-loss Baylor, Big twelve champs. See, that's yeah. my thing. I, think I don't it know I, who wins if it's those Baylor. Games. If it's Baylor, I'm not sure. Man. If it's Baylor, I don't know because Baylor is already at eight. If you yeah. get two big wins, because I don't know who their last game is of the season is, but if you get that big win against, let's say, a number five Oklahoma State, and Notre Dame's just sitting at home chilling. No, if I'm if I'm Notre Dame, know. what I'm saying is, yeah, sure, they played a conference championship game, and that's great. I'm still Notre Dame, uh, and my one loss is to who you have ranked at what? That'd be number three at that point. Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah. Right. It's a chance, though. I it's mean, a chance. Notre Dame 
would kind of have the same argument as a Georgia that lost to Alabama, right? It's like where I, was, I beat everybody else except for the team that you have ranked as number one or number two. Or could they do them like last year when Texas A&M, they only lost to Alabama, didn't play a conference championship game, and didn't get in. It could be the yeah. same rate. It could be. It's weird. It's weird how the committee does I it. I think. But so it's, yeah. Ohio State's going to take care of Michigan this week. I mean, that's pretty clear to Y'all me. Oh, really and locking we, that in? And like we'll get that? to. Bro. Ah. Cam. I don't, I don't know. Cam. Something's got to give. Cam. I've said it. Something's okay, got to give. Just, let me just throw two I'm names I'm still going to pick Ohio no, State. Let just, no, let me just throw two <laughs> names at you CJ Shroud, Cade, Cade McNamara. McNamara. Yeah. That's all you need to know about this game. I mean, I've seen. I've seen Listen, Chad crazy Heaney ain't walking happen. through those doors. Mm-mm. I've seen Jake Coker. No, who was it? It wasn't Jake Coker who won the national championship. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he did. yeah he's won the national championship before. Sure. He beat oh, Deshaun he, Watson. He's no, he's no Shane McNamara. I'll say that at the same time. Like Coker, <laughs> Coker was Coker, but he's he's still better Matt, than Shane McNamara. McNamara. He's had. I don't know if Coker's won one. I don't think. Jake Jake Coker won a national championship without. Yeah, he did against Deshaun Watson the first time. Then. Hurts yes. lost the second time. Yo, but I will OJ, say that's where OJ Howard had like eight thousand receiving yards in the yeah. college football playoffs. Yeah, they left him wide open. But Matt and, Namera, and he's had a time, game. Like, he's had he, a solid Coker, game before. Coker didn't Coker didn't win that national championship, right? Like like the team around no, him. Yeah. Like he did a Bo solid Scarborough, job. He was Bo pretty Scarborough good. and Amari Cooper. I'm just trying yeah. I'm just like, I'm does, just does Michigan saying. have an Amari Cooper on their team? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. They're banged up at running back. I mean I could tell you all about Michigan and it's not good. It's just I don't know. <laughs> they they're on the road. Is there, is there a Kenyon Drake on Michigan? Heck no. Is there a TJ Yeldon I'll, on Michigan? Hey, I, you know I'm just pretty, bringing some enlightenment. I'm enlightened, back, but right now it's all on him because all the other guys are banged up. So but, like you got a running back, 17 tight ends because Harbaugh's your head coach that are okay, and two defensive ends that are really really good. I will say Other this than though. That, that's that's all Michigan. They has. got two de- um defensive ends that's going to go top 10 in the draft. So saying. if you yeah, could get sure. some pass rush from Stroud, you could do something, but Ohio State like you said yesterday, they haven't performed well against good defenses. So I don't necessarily know what what could happen in a rivalry game. And here's my question about Michigan. On the road. Though, do they actually have a good defense or have they been playing just really bad offenses cuz they gave up 37 points to Michigan State. Mhm. Yeah. I'll tell you firsthand, Penn State moved the ball really well until they got to the 35, and then that's where the offense but like, self-destructs But, like, but think about what you just said. Like, Penn State moved the ball really well. That's, Penn, what, that's exactly like, what I'm saying. Penn State yeah. is one of the best defenses in the country, but Penn State's offense is atrocious. Right, right. And they had They've every scored opportunity how many points to, in eight overtimes? Yeah, 18. That's, that's what I'm saying. They had every opportunity to run away with that game. In the first quarter, Penn State-Michigan, Penn State had 175 yards yeah. and three points. Because they self-destruct. But, like, Ohio State's not going to do that, especially yeah. not right now. Michigan being That's ranked number saying. five is just fraudulent. The only reason they're doing it is for this week and TV views. It's just it's, – <laughs> I guess it's like like somebody's ranked there because someone has to be. Like, can you can you honestly tell me, like, out of these uh, four teams, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Ole Miss, I'll say five teams, and Oklahoma, can you honestly tell me any of those are better than the other one? You talk, uh, You just say Oklahoma State. I said Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Ole Miss, and Oklahoma. Can you honestly <laughs> tell me that any of them are better than the other ones? See, age-old argument, right? Are I can tell you about, the top two. Are we talking about more talented or are we talking about, you know, full body of work? No, I'm just saying, like, if they all played each other, I think they'd all, like, come out 500. Yeah. Like, no, no, just, they, yeah. So right. it's just. I, I get that the rankings don't inherently matter, but it's just Michigan being up there just seems fraudulent to me. Mm-hmm. I think Ohio State's going to absolutely eviscerate them. But that being said, so mm-hmm. that takes care of Michigan – Georgia and Alabama are going to play each other. I think what everybody's rooting for, we've been saying this for a while, is Georgia to beat Alabama. 
Because if yeah. Georgia beats Alabama, that opens up that fourth slot. If not, mm-hmm. I think it goes chalk. I think uh, if if Alabama beats Georgia, they're both in. Ohio State beats Michigan, wins the Big Ten Championship, they're in. Cincinnati wins out, I think they're mm-hmm. saying they're in. Yeah. So, okay. So you, you have to hope if you're someone else that Georgia beats Alabama or Wisconsin upsets Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship, <laughs> Cincinnati <laughs> drops one, something like that. Because if not – you're looking at the four teams that are going to make it. You yeah. Now, what could possibly happen, Alabama beats Georgia, Alabama jumps the one, which I assume that would happen. But it could also be a scenario where Bama beats Georgia, Georgia's two, I mean, Georgia's three, Bama's two, and then they rematch again. No, they that could that. happen. That's no, what I'm they saying. Would, if they, I would have Bama jump the one. If they jump Bama to one, they'll put Georgia at three. At three and yeah. have Ohio, Ohio State, State and Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Yep. That's why I was thinking that would be the more logical thing, not have them rematch back-to-back weeks. That's just what – that would kill the whole thing. But as a Georgia fan, we all know what we want. Just get them out the way, fellas. Just get them I'd out the way. i say the teams that have a realistic shot if Alabama loses are Notre Dame, Oak State, yep. and Oklahoma. Mm. I think because, I mean, Oklahoma, all the way back if Oklahoma up. wins out yeah, yeah, and Alabama loses and that slot opens up, they're in. I don't know that Oklahoma jumps Cincinnati at this point if Alabama beats Georgia. That's a whole lot of movement in, yeah. in a couple but weeks I, I, by Oklahoma. It's though. a whole lot of movement, but at the same time, like they're playing number like they, seven yeah. Oklahoma State this week, mm-hmm. right? On the road, I believe. So if you if you yeah. beat them on the road, then you got to rematch them again. Yeah, you play them again. I don't think they win if, back to back. If you week. beat them twice, I think they're oh, yeah. certainly making a strong case. At that point, could Cincinnati get? They get jumped. Oh, get absolutely. Out, and yeah. then the, just the chaos. Begins <laughs> clamoring for the twelve-team playoff. I don't know. It's going to be really fascinating to watch. But we do have some uh, some just awesome rivalry games coming up this weekend. I don't inherently want the picks here, but I do want to talk about some of them. Which uh, which rivalry games are you guys looking forward to the most? I mean, it's going to be after we are just oh, absolutely stuffed full of Thanksgiving food. I think that's the problem. It's like the best dessert, dessert right? Because it's it's all weekend. You have Thanksgiving food, all, all that kind of stuff, and then you wake up Friday. Don't go Black Friday shopping because like who who who's no, able? We to have do, Amazon for that now. You savages. Who, who's mm-hmm. able to do that? Yeah, exactly. So like you just sleep in, and then you're like, oh wait, what? There's college football. Oh, there's college football. Oh, it's rivalry games. Oh, oh my like god, my, this, this is, is one of fantastic. my favorite college football weeks of the year. Absolutely. Uh, I think one of the most fun, whether it means something or not, which like this year it actually could mean you know a little bit because you got one team ranked in the top 10 it's is always the egg bowl uh mississippi state Ole miss is is always a little bit more excitement in your voice sir the egg bowl man (laughs) it's the egg bowl yeah yeah no i don't you know me but no no no. the only reason anybody remembers elijah moore yeah it's because of the egg bowl and because yeah because of the dog peeing on a fire hydrant and then routine immediate karma after that you know, coming back yep, and, and missing losing a, the game. missing a field goal. Yeah, Matt exactly. Luke gets fired. Now Lane Kiffin's the head coach at Ole Miss. Uh, and then I think your boy uh, Moorhead, after that game, because people were like, oh, he's a Yankee. And he's like, well, you guys <laughs> are going to have to carry my Yankee ass out of here. And, well, they did. Yeah, like, a one month way or later. the other. <laughs> so, <laughs> one way or the other, they got yeah. him out. Uh, no, that, that is uh, one of the most entertaining for sure. Obviously, you know, you have the Iron Bull, and, and that always is – Huge, although it kind of lost its its luster, I okay, think a little bit. Let this me ask year. you. Let me ask you this: Which is a bigger? I'm not saying like in terms of like for this season. I'm just saying overall, which is a bigger game, Iron Bowl or the game? 
Oh, Iron Bowl. I'm well, this Cam. is the thing. Yeah. This is the thing. Heck yeah. Now, it's the Iron Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we've had ten. <laughs> we've had ten to fifteen years. This is okay. You can do whatever you want. You can hum or whatever. We've had ten to fifteen years of utter domination in the game. Where, by the way, it doesn't really matter because you know what's going to happen. And Ohio State's always going to make it to the freaking college football playoff for national championship after that. After they dismantle Michigan. They've only made and it twice. You, you've also had, at the same time, you've had 10 to 15 years Three of times. Auburn and Alabama always mattering and always, like, always being up there in the top five, top ten, and it going back and forth. What, what is that face, man? No, this carry is, this on. Is, I was about listening is, to No, face. this is like – this is my biggest frustration, that's, man. Like, if you got something to say, that's say it. Li- no, get, I want to let you finish face. your point, but I, I wear my – that's I all wear, I'm saying. I wear my emotions on my sleeve, we've, man. We've had we've had ten to fifteen years of like the exact opposite things happening. That's why, in y'all's mind, the the obvious answer is the Iron Bowl. But I think it's pretty even. Hmm. I think if you look over the history I, of college I, football, I think, I think it's that's pretty fair even. when you say like they're they're pretty close. But I do think the Iron Bowl because you talk about the history of college football. Alabama's been one of the most dominant teams of all time probably say the most dominant team of all time most national championships you had the the bear bryant and nick saban i think a lot of people argue those are the two greatest head coaches in the history of college football yeah. and this is yeah. their biggest rival in auburn and this game is always awesome like it, it really doesn't matter what the records are every now and then like with every rivalry you're gonna have years where somebody yeah. kicks the crap out of the other team of course but you're also gonna get the cam back you're gonna get the kick six like those two play or those two moments is there anything that's anywhere remotely similar to that no. from the game? That's what I'm saying. Like is maybe the you fourth, also maybe have the fourth down stop. Right. But like, oh, that bogus. But, but that, that was the first down because that was the first down. But yeah, that was more of the official screwing no. up than somebody making a play. I, I didn't see a screw up. Uh, yeah, they, but the officials messed up I with that see, one. I mean, his, the ball was <laughs> over the yellow line. That's a first down. Um, I you, you kind of. Prove my point a little bit because, like, two of the greatest plays and greatest finishes college football history have happened over the past 10 to 15 years in the Iron Bowl. So you're exactly right. All that happening while but Ohio State is Michigan like is a new kid on the block with year. the Iron Bowl, man. Like, from I'm trying, no, I, guess, I, don't I think, think so I got, I think I got like, the dates up here. Oh, yeah, from 1904 to 1988, every Iron Bowl was played in Birmingham. So yeah, this was a quote-unquote neutral site game for a long time. Right. But then Pat Dye got to Auburn, and he said, hey – I want to play this game home and home. Uh, this was back when – I don't know about when Pat Dye got there, but for a long time with Bear Bryant, there wasn't a scholarship limit. So they would play all over the state of Alabama. They play at Legion Field. They play back at Tuscaloosa. They play uh, – there's one other that I'm missing in there somewhere. But it's because they could just go around the state and recruit and basically play their home games all around yeah. the state. They played the Iron Bowl every year in Birmingham. Pat Dye got there. He's like, I want this as a home and home. Bear Bryant said, well, it's too bad. <laughs> we got a contract. He said, well, fine. You know what? We'll ride out the contract. And then in 1989, they played their first Iron Bowl in Jordan-Hare. I don't know if it was called Jordan-Hare back there. I'm, I'm, that part of my Auburn history isn't great. But they played it in Auburn, and Auburn won the game. So it's just there are so many cool moments. That's 1989. Yeah, 2010, absolutely. number 11 versus number 2. Right. That's, like, awesome. that's, that's big time. That's, that, that, like, to me, is the Iron Bowl by a long shot. Like I think, I think the game's number two just because I think we get a lot of years like this where the media hypes up Michigan to be something it's not. Where Michigan is 
to me kind of like Tennessee. They haven't really been relevant since the late 90s. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say Tennessee. I think that's maybe a little far. But Why? But, no, I, I agree. I agree in the far? sense of, like, all, all the times we've thought their championship potential, like, it isn't. That's not really. True I don't think at all. that's. I don't think that's too far. Because I mean, yeah, just because Tennessee's been like bottom of the barrel the previous few years, they're about before, the same. Before that, you had Josh Dobbs, Eric which them up. You had the Eric Anges and the Kelly Clausens and all those dudes in yeah, the early two thousands, where they had they had good teams. They were really good teams, but they were never championship level, and they always got hyped up, and they'd always lose to in the big games. So it's like right. to me, Michigan's Tennessee. Similar. Ohio State's been the elite of the elite. Well, yeah, for sure. Completely agree with that. And again, over and for me, a rivalry game, you need to be at least somewhat competitive. And I'll give Auburn credit. I think Gus Malzahn beat. They saved me three times. Close. Yes. Yeah, it's got him with Nick Marshall in the kick six. They beat uh, when Tua got hurt. Yeah. Uh, Bo Nix. Right. Won that game. I think I'm missing another one in there somewhere. But regardless, uh, Ohio State has beaten Michigan every single time over the last 21 years. They've three. Yeah, no, I agree. agreed. That's yeah. Three. What Auburn no, has, I, since, since Auburn 2000. has what three yeah, that's what I said, yeah. or four in this decade? Yeah. They've been dominating them. It's yeah. been embarrassing, yeah. for sure. So I'm just saying. I agree with that. Well, I mean, but I don't. Me, I don't. You're me, right. I don't have the stats and the stories me, in front of me or anything me, like that. Game, you have a computer in front of you. To me, <laughs> the game is pretty similar right now, just in terms of competitiveness to clean old fashioned hate. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. It's terrible. <laughs> that's why we're all talking you put about it a, like that, yeah. a thirty-point blowout tomorrow or Saturday. I yeah, mean, I, I think I think Ohio State's going to eviscerate Michigan. Yeah. This is going to be bad. I think this is Ryan Day just like trying to put the nail in. No, you know what? Maybe Ryan Day lets it stay close-ish, like two touchdowns, just so Jim Harbaugh keeps his job, so you keep him right there. Yeah, it's true. See what Kirby Smart did was he put the nail in the Dan Mullen coffin, kind of just broke that team, and then mm-hmm. after that they just went on this losing streak, and now Dan Mullen's fired. Well, there's a chance Florida goes out there and hires somebody that turns it around, and that's not what you want. You want to you want to keep the guy right where you want him. Why not? You just keep Jim Harbaugh right there. Go ahead, Michigan. Like keep, a 35, 21 score. Yeah, and you're yeah. like that looks appealing. And Michigan fans are like, you know what? We won ten games. It was close. We're a couple of we're, yeah. we're two scores yeah, away from being the there. Michi- the Michigan fans can tell themselves maybe what, next year we're a recruiting class and a transfer away, baby. We're a quarterback we're, away. Yeah, we're a recruiting class and a Spencer Rattler away. Come on, Spence, let's do it, baby. Yeah. I can actually Rattler see that. That's that's, that's a Rattler. great if take. Spencer Rattler good, goes to thought. Michigan. We will never see him again. He will disappear into a black <laughs> hole void, and we will never see him. Is again. Is that bad? When was the last time a Michigan quarterback made it to the NFL? Oh my gosh! Denard Robinson turned into a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. No, uh, what is it? Chad Henney, an offensive weapon. It was Chad Henney. That's the last Chad quarterback. Chad Henney went one of their one of their best quarterbacks. So over a decade since the they produced an NFL years. quarterback. Oh yeah, and he's been a career backup. Like at least Penn State can throw Christian Hackenberg and Trace McSwirly out there. Never yeah. mention his name again, please. I don't even know a lot of. Them. <laughs> don't say his name. Like he couldn't break a huddle in the NFL. That's how bad he was. Well, anyway, okay. y'all didn't teach I'm, him I'm not going to go there. At least, at least, at least I'll put a quarterback in Michigan. Couple of them. They haven't been able Actually, to do that. We put a quarterback in who won a Super Bowl. That's right. As a fullback, Michael Robinson. That's right. Shout out, my, my hey, boy. he got he, he got a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't Chase know any. Was a, on the I don't know a lot monster. of Michigan he's weapons that's in now. the NFL. Yeah, back he's still he's still playing around somewhere. Yes, he and he's playing he quarterback in the NFL. That's all that matters. I don't even know a lot of the weapons Amazingly from Michigan. Underappreciated. Who Donovan Peoples Jones? Yeah, it hasn't been good. That's I think he's the only like offensive player in the NFL that I could think of that's in the NFL. 
You uh, had Donald uh, People Jones, Devin Gardner, who who switched to a wide receiver as well, old number ninety eight okay. quarterback there at Michigan. If, oh, if you remember that, bring it up memories. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, he switched to wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, it's too. it's bad. They've they haven't had offensive weapons in love. Oh, um, what's his name? Uh, Jabril Peppers. He's in the NFL, but. He's a monster. Well, I mean, he, he was we all know yeah, who everybody's favorite Michigan player is in the NFL. Uh, you're starting left guard for your Atlanta Falcons, Jalen Mayfield. They, well, you see how that's turned out. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a whole lot of blocking tight ends. Yeah, you see how that's turned out with Jalen Mayfield. Collins is still in the league. Jabril Peppers. I don't even know who he plays for. Giant so still? So many blocking tight ends. Does a he play for the Giants still? You're gonna know. see a lot of blocking tight ends, some oh, yeah. some defensive that's ends. That's kind of that's kind of depressing. And every now, like every wow. now and then, a, the Steelers love Michigan players. We got four of them. Maybe that's why we're struggling so bad this year. <laughs> oh, not as much as the Patriots do. The Patriots have five of them. Wow. Well, the Patriots. They must Bill be defensive Belichick, players. Though, Bill Belichick, though, uh, like fine. You have a guard. A, one school. Yep. I don't know what a. You're not gonna get any skill position players from Michigan. What's an OB? What is a a uh, OB, an offensive back. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1907. Uh, oh my god. Chase gosh. Vinovich, oh. Quinn Norton, Cameron McGrone. He's a. It's Chase bad. He's yeah, is that? He's that. Cameron McGrone is an IB. You got an IB and an OB. Inside back, outside Inside back. backer, outside backer. Yeah. Wow. There, there you there go. There you go. No, because no, because no, because it lists them. It lists them as OLB. Outside linebackers are listed as OLB. What the hell is an IB? Inside backer, inside <laughs> linebacker. No, I guess that's what it literally has it listed as ILB, OLB. This is just OB and IB. Oh, oh my gosh, you gotta go back that far to find some skill, like skill position players for Michigan. It's embarrassing. On the bench. you would think they would be able to like recruit. On bench. Get some guys that can play offense. In, in bench. <laughs> yeah, I don't in know. bench. He is the oh bench. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I wish they had A, B. So they had, yeah. like, on bench and then around bench. Like, the, the, the guys <laughs> around the bench are the ones that get you the water. PJ, I actually heard that Cam played in garden tackle when yeah. he was in high school. Yeah, there you go. I don't know there what. Yeah, you in, sat at the end of the guard. bench. You guarded the water cooler. and You tackled anybody that got near it. Yep. I'm okay, just happy cool. to say that. Cool. Yeah, I play that for football. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. Cam, <laughs> you're leading – in guard and tackle. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with our picks next right here on Second Down. Second Down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Two different locations in Savannah to take care of all of your uniform need, as we do every week. We're going to get to our picks. This is the final show of the week before we head off for Thanksgiving. And, guys, rivalry week is here. here that was go. always the toughest week for me to pronounce because I really just want to go <laughs> – Rivalry week and get out of here, but I'm trying to enunciate rivalry week is here. I don't know. Rivalry week sounds better. So we're just going to go sounds rivalry good. week. Yeah, solid. Uh, it's just like one. You don't actually ever bring like your tongue to the roof of your mouth or like close your mouth. It's just rivalry week. And then we're going to get after it. <laughs> so we're going to start off with the Egg Bowl coming up on Thursday night. Number nine, Ole Miss at Mississippi State. The unranked Bulldogs, one and a half point favorites at home. We do got to kind of get through these quickly. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Ole Miss. Uh, I don't think Mississippi State doesn't have enough to keep up with them and, and oh. Ole Miss strong throughout the oh. last few weeks. So uh, give me Ole Miss. Matt Corral announced he's not coming back to Ole Miss next year. I predict about 400 yards this game. Give me Ole Miss. Oh, you sweet summer children. <laughs> Will Rogers yeah. is about to eviscerate Ole Miss. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he is. Mississippi State is about to roll Ole Miss. Ole Miss is 9-2, and, and that's fine. 
they're, that's fine. They beat Vanderbilt okay. by 14 points last week. Mississippi State's about to roll on this. All right, over in North Carolina, UNC on the road at number 20, NC State. NC State, six-point favorites at home. Exactly. Like, you, you, just, you just listed it all out right there. I mean, NC State, top 25 at home expectations. What could go North wrong? Carolina, they're favored in this one. North Carolina is about to beat them by, like, 20. Probably. Sam Howell's going to go off. Yeah, give me North Carolina as well. That's that's kind of an easy one for me. That's exactly yeah, when Sam NC Howell's going to like rush for 200 yards and throw for 300 yards, something yeah. wild like that. Yeah, give me North Carolina in that one, especially getting six points. All right, uh, clean, old-fashioned hate. Noon on Saturday, number one, Georgia undefeated. 35-point favorites at Georgia Tech. Y'all saw when Georgia Tech played Notre Dame how bad that was? That was rough. It's going to be worse. Georgia. Yeah. Give me Georgia. Go dogs. Georgia might cover in the first quarter. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, this is this one's going to be bad. And also, I think Kirby Smart and Georgia, uh, they got a little chip on their shoulder from last year. Because if you remember, Georgia Tech canceled this game. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to want a little get back there. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Score enough for two games. Yeah. yeah, Georgia. Yeah, they're like, hey, this is for 2021 and 2020. <laughs> this is yeah. here you go, guys. Enjoy that. Uh, number two, Ohio State. Eight-point favorites at, I guess, number five, Michigan in the game. Did you say eight or I eight? said eight. Did, I thought you said 80. I cursed. Bad. No, I cursed when I saw this line. I got you. Yeah, I thought you said 80, and if it was 80, I'd I still take – I said what the – and then use your imagination when I saw this line. I'd still take Ohio State. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that the game is going to be – I say it's going to be a two-score game. I'll take Ohio State, but I think it would be close. Cam, 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 Cam. 14 points. Cam, 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 Cam. Uh, I, I like State, Harbaugh. Ohio State is absolutely going to cover a game. I'll give you a separate line for just me and you. Uh, I'll say Ohio State mm, minus 20. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm st- I'd still take Ohio State It's in that weird. One. I believe if you go back and, and look at the spreads from the last couple weeks, they've been – Respectable big. for Ohio State. Yeah. They, they've been pretty big. Yeah. And they've not only covered, but demolished those Correct. couple teams. And now they make it. Small. I might need to go, um, I might need to go <clears throat> bet on this one. I need to go take a bet on this well, one. Well, you better get out of the state of Georgia. Uh, number 18, <laughs> Wake Forest. Four and a half point favorites at Boston College. Wake Forest needs to win one, this one to advance to the ACC championship game. Normally, I would take it's the ACC, so I would take Boston College because Wake Forest needs it so bad. I don't know. Give me Wake Forest. I'm taking a flyer on them. Go out. They're more talented, I think, even with BC being stronger now. Give me Wake Forest. Give me Wake Forest. I like Sam. I like Sam Hartman. I do like him at quarterback. Give me Wake Forest. Give me the fight, Matt Ryan's. I think Boston College <laughs> gets it done at home. I like that name. And then you're gonna see Clemson in the ACC championship game, and everything will be back to please, normal. In uh, a game that used to mean something, Florida State at Florida. Florida, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The Gators need a win to reach bowl eligibility. Yeah, and I think I took Florida State in this one. I just uh, Florida's a broken team, obviously just fired uh, Dan Mullen. You know, maybe. Uh, excuse me, sir, they mutually agreed to part ways. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. my fault. Yeah, exactly. He just, <laughs> uh, I remember how just how. I'm sure he wanted to leave, yeah. How much he doesn't like that place at all. Uh, yeah, give me, uh, anytime you have, and I know it was in reaction to last year, anytime you have Missouri and their head coach, like, pulling stunts on you in the presser after they Yo, beat you, lit. that's when you know it's bad. And it's bad. It's it's bad. It's Florida State's going to beat you bad. I got B.J. Bennett against Ben Troop. Uh, there you go. Florida State. I'll take Florida State. Dang it. Yeah. 
I think mm. both of them looking for a win to get bowl eligible. Actually, they're both five and six. Dan Mullen's out of there. Line on the line. Both five and six. Give me, give me Florida at home because I think the singularity needs to exist where they're both just six and six. And that's, I think that's <laughs> oh, where it Florida finishes. State, six, and, six, six and five? Six and five, I believe, yeah. Really? I didn't know they gotten that many wins this year. Good for them. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, quickly gotcha. here, Georgia Southern at App State. App State. No, are they both five and six right now? Yeah, they're uh, both I'm five and six. six so both of them need on. it. Yeah. I did that off the top of my dome. Oh, no. Yeah, Florida State. Give me Florida yeah. State. Yeah. Uh, quickly here on these, this one, Georgia Southern at App State. App State's a 24-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, App State. Mm. Oh. That's a lot of points, that man, but App, points. App State's too good. Uh, give me Appalachian State. Uh, I think App State will win, but I don't think by 25 points. Yeah, I don't think, Georgia Southern. I think Georgia Southern covers yeah. in that one. All right, the Iron Bowl, Alabama 19-and-a-half-point favorites at Auburn. Reports of Brian Harson being mentioned among the candidates to be the Washington head coach, and no Bo Nix in this one either. And that's the big thing. If he was in, I would at least pick Auburn to cover, uh, but no, give me Alabama. I think it's time for Alabama to assert their dominance like they normally do back in the day. I think I'll take Alabama this game in the Iron Bowl. Yeah, uh, only way Alabama doesn't cover in this is if they're already looking at Georgia like at practice. Like Nick Saban's like, it's fine. Let's let's just start <laughs> focusing on Georgia. Right. Uh, That's very un-Nick Saban of him. Yeah, beyond yeah. that, I think Alabama's just going to absolutely handle Auburn. Give me Alabama to cover. All right, Bedlam. Oklahoma, number 10 in the country, at number 7, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, a four-point favorite at home. Oklahoma does one thing well. Oklahoma. They play – Oklahoma does one thing well. They play close games. I don't know if they're going to win, but Oklahoma is going to cover the four points. Um, If Oklahoma State wins, it's going to be by two or three. And, you know, it's a weird Oklahoma State team, too. They mm. they play really strong defense and don't really score a ton of points. So I can see this being like 27-24, something like that. This is this is the something game of the like week. That. I think something. this is game of the week, in my opinion. I'm actually going to go Oak State. I don't know if Kayla Williams or Spencer Rattler is going to get more playing time this game because, I mean, they've been back and forth, on and off. Give me Oklahoma State. These games are always so tight and weird, but Oklahoma has dominated this series. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. you know one of the best moments. I forget what year it was, but like Mason Rudolph was a freshman, burned his red shirt to make the start, and then they punted to Tyreek Hill when they were up seven. Mm-hmm. He called a fair catch, but they Oklahoma State got flagged for something, and Oklahoma took the penalty and punted again, and Tyreek Hill housed it, yep. and he said he was crying while he was running like tears of joy. It's yeah. like just a weird game, yeah, it's a completely weird game. But for some reason. I feel like Oklahoma is going to win it. Yeah. It's, like, it's I, mental it, edge you keep talking about, right? Game yeah. of the week. Or this we is a tough one. About. That's yeah. a tough one. It is, it is a tough one. It's at Oklahoma State. I just think Oklahoma gets it done. Low-scoring game, they're like 24-21, something like that. Mm-hmm. And finally here, uh, the Palmetto Bowl, number 23, Clemson. They are 11.5-point favorites at South Carolina. You can look at last week's game and be like, well, the offense woke up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I don't believe it, though, with Clemson. I, I'm going to take South Carolina to cover. Clemson wins, but it's like one of those gross games. Yeah. I, I'm going to take Clemson. I still believe in that defense. That's a top, what, 10 defense in the oh, country sure. still? It's still filthy. So I, I don't think South Carolina is going to be able to score like that. Give me Clemson. That's a really good line. Um, South Carolina's been a fun story. They've already clinched their postseason berth. I think Clemson now is playing for something, though, and especially if Boston College has beaten Wake Forest earlier in the day. Uh, 
Give me Clemson. I, I I think Clemson covers that one. Those are our picks. You can see them on social media coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, again, big time games, rivalry weekend. Do we have the uh, we got the Egg Bowl tomorrow night on ESPN Radio there, PJ? Ooh, uh, we'll know. let you know when we come so, back. D- yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let you know when we come back right here on ESPN Radio. Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Final segment before we get out of here for Thanksgiving. We'll be back with you on Monday afternoon. Uh, had some just heartbreaking news there in the break. Apparently, we we're not carrying the Egg Bowl. Uh, yep. NFL triple header coming your way tomorrow. There you go. So you can. Still Slowly fall asleep in the car while you're being driven home. Yeah, exactly. Listening to the dulcet tones some of NFL football. Fantastic NFL football. Instead of the riveting Egg Bowl. And listen, it's not our fault that we it's don't not, have the Egg Bowl. It's not. Okay? So let's, it's not, let's throw that out there, not, too. But it's not. NFL football coming your way. Absolutely. Uh, we do want to say we are very thankful for everyone out there tuning in, listening to us uh, every day. We appreciate you. You are why we can do this every day, and you're who we do it for. So we're absolutely thankful for you guys. Hope you all enjoy your Thanksgivings out there. Eat just a pan full of dressing for me. And when they ask you why you keep going back for thirds and fourths, you say, Christian sent me. Because that's absolutely what I am going to be doing. For Cam Urshry, PJ Zuko, I am Christian Gokel. Wishing all of y'all a very happy Thanksgiving. Three and out coming up next. BJ Bennett, Ben Troop, and Kevin Thomas sending you in to the early weekend.